So we're starting today, Daf Nun, uh, Nun Testament Bays, about five lines up. Okay. Okay. So a woman may not go out with a ring that does not have a, a signet. Okay, so they used to have signet rings they used to use that would keep the family crest. And they would use that to, uh, you know, sign documents, stand like a stamp almost. Um, so the Gemara wants to understand, the, the, it's, it says in the Mishnah that she cannot go out if it does not have a chaysim, right? Then chayeves, that what we're saying is it's an iser derabanan, right? In other words, we're discussing things in the Mishnah that are going to be a tachshit, it's jewelry. And if she, but there's a concern one of the five concerns we've listed, you know, but let's say this one is that she might, it's a pretty looking ring. She might come and, t- and take off the ring and show it to her friends and carry a Dalarama. So that's a Chashastra Abanon. So the Gemara is going to make a diuk that if the ring would have a signet on it, then Chayeves, it would actually be an Iser Daraisa because the Gemara is taking the assumption that a woman has no use for a, a, a crest. She has no use for a stamp. That's normally worn by a man. And since, um, since she has no use for it, it wouldn't even be a tachshad, but rather it would be a maso. It would be like she's carrying it. She's transporting it. So al-malav tachshad hu. Right? So we're making a diak. And therefore we see that for a woman, a signet ring that has the signet on it, that has the stamp on it, that would not be a tachshad. That would in fact be a maso. It would be a load. Viraminu, now we're going to ask a stira on that, uh, on our understanding of the Mishnah, Right from a brice of Raminu, Tachshite Nashim, Tameim, that the you know jewelry of women is going to be Tame. So again, this is Tame, Le'inyan Tumatara, Ve'elohim Tachshite Nashim, and the following are Tachshite Nashim, Katla Ois, those were the uh, chain uh, bib thingies, Nizamim earrings, Vitabas and rings, Vitabas and a ring, Bein Sheyeshalachaisim, Bein Sheyeshalachaisim, Vinizmea Af, and nose rings, but what do we see? That in regards to a woman, there is no difference between a, wing, or a ring with a chaysim, with a signet, or without a chaysim. So why does the Mishnah single out when it comes to carrying on Shabbos, that it's only an iser derabanan for her to, you know, tachshit for a ring without a chaysim, but a, a, a tabas with a chaysim would be an iser daraisa. We see that the Brisa says there is no difference for a woman whether it has a chesim or not. Vamar Abzeira Lekasha. Abzeira tries to answer the Sira by saying the following. Okay, that one is, you know, meaning one, the Mishnah is going to be, um, <clears throat> one of them is going to be like, we'll see, the Tanya. We have a Brisa that says, he shall matris. If a ring is made out of metal, the chaysma shall almig, and the signet is made out of wood, Tameya, it's going to be tame. He shall almig, if the ring itself is made out of wood, the chaysma shall matras, and the signet is metal, tehaira. That is the Rabbanan Shita, okay? The Tanakama holds that we're going to go based on what the actual ring is. And the signet is bottle, meaning like this. Wood, any part that's made out of wood, either the signet or the ring, that would have a din of pshute cleates, like we discussed, I believe, yesterday, that that would not be a, that would not be makabal tumma. So only the metal. 
So Rebbe Matame, Rebbe holds that even if the ring is made out of wood, the ring parts made out of wood, and the signets made out of metal, that's going to be tame. Why? says, That when it comes to a ring, the purpose of a signet ring would be for the signet. And therefore, Reb Nechemia would hold that we go after the signet. And if the signet is metal, then the whole thing has a din of a metal kli and it'll be makamal tumah. But if the signet is wood, then the whole thing will have a din of a pshute kli eitz and will not be makabal tumah. So we see a machoikis, okay, we see a machoikis between, um, you know, and the chachamim, but all holech achar sam loinav. When you come, when we come to a yoke, we go after its pegs, right? Because that's the ikker part. That's considered the ikker part of a, a yoke, the part, the pegs that will hold the animal's head into the yoke. Be koilev in a in a, a board, okay. That this is a board used for storekeepers to uh, hang their wares on. Halach achar mis You go after the nails in the board. Whatever material the nails are, that will determine whether the board will be tame or not. Bisulam, when it comes to a ladder, you go after the rungs of the ladder. That's the purpose of the kli, is the rungs. So therefore, whatever the material the rungs are made out of, that will determine whether the kli is tame or not. Be'arsi, with a scale, you go after the uh, chains. Okay. So that's, that, that is Rem Nechem Yeshita, that you go after whatever the ikar is. So, point for us here is that since a uh, 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 a signet ring, the ikker is the signet. That's the purpose of the ring. So, therefore, we're going to go after the material of the signet. And the chacham say no. That it goes that in regards to tumah, it goes out. It goes out. Uh, it goes after whatever the maimit is, whatever the supporting thing is. That becomes the ikker kli. So, putting this back into our Mishnah and our Brisa, that according to the, um, according, the Brisa is going, um, uh, <clears throat> the Brisa is going to be going like the Rabbanon, that since the Maimed is the ring, and that's the Iker, the ring part is Shaykh both to the man and the woman, and that's why there's no difference when it comes to a signet ring between a man and a woman, according to the Brisa, that uh, the signet ring would be shayach to the woman equally as it would to the man because hakol hakol the ikker part is the ring and a ring yes the signet's not so shayach for a woman but since the ikker is the ring and a ring is equally shayach to a man or a woman so that's shitas rabbanon our mishnah who says we go after the signet right that is the signet is the ikker in regards to tuma that's rabbi nechemia okay and that's why. The signet is really only shayach for the man and not for the woman. And therefore, the diak holds true that if a woman goes out with a signet, that is going to be considered a masoy because she really doesn't, it's not a tachshit for her. For a man, it's considered a tachshit. It's nice because it's part of the jewelry that he'll wear, but for a woman, it's considered a masoy. And that is how Rabzeira answers the stira between, apparent stira between our Mishnah and the Brisa. Rava Amar. Rava says, no, litzdadim katani. That you have to rework the brisa, and the brisa is talking about two different cases. You assumed, right, that it said tachshite nashim temei and beilam tachshite nashim betabas bein sheyeshalach chaysim bein sheyeshalach chaysim benizmei af. That it's not necessarily true. The, the brisa is discussing both. 
then it's a tachshit to ish. Again, the Brysa was talking about Tumah, and we're talking about what makes a tachshit. So we're saying that it could be a tachshit. Yes, it started with tachshitei nashim. That's what we started discussing because ve'elahin tachshitei nashim katlois nezamim v'tabos. Those are tachshitei nashim, and then a tabas could be a tachshit, but it's letzdadim. We're going to split it, and we're going to say it's discussing both. It's not not necessarily woman. Then it's tachshit de ish. It's going to be a tachshit of an ish. And really, the brisa is no kasha at all, and we're not. Reb Nechemia is not going to, uh, you know, uh, by our Mishnah, you can't say that our Mishnah is, is Reb Nechemia. That kol halach achar hamaimed. That is a uniquely tuma purpose. And in regards to going out on Shabbos, um, a woman going out with a chaysam ledivrei hakol would be considered a masoi. And it's not. In other words, in the first answer of the Gemara, it's it depends who you hold like. Like from Nehemiah, it's a Masoy. Like Rabbanon, it's not a Masoy because we're going after the ring. But in this, in this answer, we're saying that the Brisa is Litzdadim, but the Mishnah, the Deek we had from the Mishnah that a woman going out with a signet ring, that would in fact be a Masoy, that would be an Isra Daraisa. From Nachem Bar Yitzchak Amar, he has a third uh, way to Vimiyash the Sira. He says, your whole, your, your, whole, your whole Kasha, your whole Sira here is wrong. Because Tuma Ashabis Karamis, we, where's this Brisa? This Brisa is talking about Tumah, whether uh, what material the ring or the chesim, the signet is made out of, will determine what its status is for to, to be able to, to be makabel tumah. But our mission is talking about Shabbos, so he says tumah Shabbos koramis tumah klimasa amarachmona viklihu, and the, and for tumah purposes we care about whether it's a kli or not. Okay, Shabbos misham masoy amarachmona enela chesim. And in regards to what makes a kli for tumah purposes, that's a different criteria than how we determine um, um, the Isr Shabbos in regards to carrying it out. So you can't compare the two. So your whole stira is, um, you, you know, your, your, your whole stira that you try to ask is wrong in the first place. And those are the three ways to deal with this. Okay? But it seems like the dafkamina between these three shitas is... And, and the Rishonim discusses, but the Nafkimim between the two shitas is it seems like in the first answer, um, a, a woman, whether a woman, in the, in the first answer, whether a woman would, it's an Isra Daraisa for a woman to go out with a signet ring, okay, whether if it had a signet on it, um, that would be subject to a Machlikis Tanayim, and in the second two answers, everybody would agree that that is an Isra Daraisa, it's not a Machlikis. Okay, Velay Malachat Nakuva. Going weiter in the Mishnah, we said that a woman may not go out with a needle that does not have a hole. So normally, when we talk about needles, we talk about you know Taylor's needle that has a hole. So the Gemara wants to understand Lamai Chazio, what's the point of this needle? So Rav Yosef, Hoyel Isha Egeres Basaher, she uses it to gather in her hair. Meaning, when she's done covering her hair, there could be a few strands of hair that are kind of uh, you know that are loose. So she'll take the needle and she'll twirl the strands of hair. And she'll use the needle to stick it back into her hair. Okay, so Amalei Abayev it's have a kibiras to her So if that's the purpose of this needle, if the purpose of this needle is to gather hair, then it should have the same din as a garter. Okay, and it should be tahar, meaning the the object itself should be tahar and tishtery. It should be 
mutter to do on Shabbos. And Rashi explains that it should be tahar because what is, what's the point of a garter? So a garter is essentially a ring that she would use to keep her, uh, you know, her, her stockings up. So they didn't, I guess they didn't have elastic in those days. So she'd have a ring there. Um, and <clears throat> since it's just a ring, it's not, it's, it's a plain ring that's used to secure something. The din is that that is not going to be makabal tuma. That is going to be tahar. Okay, that's number one. And number two, it shouldn't be a masoi, okay, because it shouldn't be a, it, it's not a masoi. It's used to hold something up. It should be tachshit. And we should not be concerned that she's going to take it out. And that's the Iker point here. That because it's holding up her, uh, you know, it's holding up her socks or holding up her tights, so she's not going to take this item off the ring, even if it's a very fancy ring to show to her friend, because then her socks or her tights will fall off. So too, when it comes to this needle that's used to gather the hair, if she's going to take out this needle, since it's, it has a clump of hair that she had twirled and stuck back in, it would expose her hair. And she's not going to take it off. So the Gemara wants to understand, so why should, why should a woman not be able to go out with this? If this needle is truly used to gather in her hair, and you know, to gather in the loose hair, then she's not going to take it out. If she's not going to take it out, there should be no problem with her going out with it on Shabbos. So Elo, the Gemara has to come up with a new answer. Tir Gemara Vada, Narsha Kamedra Yosef. Hoyl Isha Choylekes Basara. She uses it to part her hair. So the Gemara says, Bishabbos Lamai Chazya. Okay, I understand she uses that. That's the function. But on Shabbos, she's not allowed to comb her hair. So what would she be using this for on Shabbos? So Amar Rabba, no, no, no. She's not using it on Shabbos. Tas shel zav yeshla The way this needle looks is it has like a, a gold bar. That's what it would normally this cleave would be used for. One end is more of like a needle. It's a needle. The other end on the top, it doesn't, you know, it's not just a needle that didn't have a hole in it. It has a nice ornamental bar. Okay, and therefore, bichol chalekas pasara. During the week, she would use it to part her hair. Bishavas minichla keneged padachta. She'll put it keneged her forehead, and she uses it. In other words, this is dual function. During the week, when she can comb, she'll use the sharp part to comb her hair. And on Shabbos, where she can't comb, she'll use the nice part. It'll just be a tachshit. And again, it's not used to gather in her hair like the Mara wanted to say initially. But rather, it's just a regular tachshit, and we fall into the, the concern that we had, like a lot of tachshitim, that um, the concern is that she'll take it off to show people because it looks nice. Okay. Um, now we're moving forward to, um, we're going to talk about Le'etzi ish besandal hamasumar. A man cannot go out with a, a sandal, okay, that is nailed, that has nails on it. Okay, now what we're talking about here that if a person normally, right, if you think about your shoes, so no, right, these are cleats, they have nails on them, yeah, so, but what happens, it's not, it's not really cleats, it's, it would have normally, so let's say your shoes, they would be stitched, the leather upper would be stitched to the sole, and here, for whatever reason, uh, let's say uh, your stitches came out, so you went ahead and uh, you nailed in a, um, you know, a nail, right, uh, to hold the leather part to the sole. And you have nails sticking out of the bottom of the sole. All right. So I'm left to see what the reason is. You can't go out with a single shoe. And basically for the rest of the, pretty much for the rest of the, yeah, for the rest of the moment, we're just going to be talking about these uh, spiky shoes. 
shoes, shoes with spikes or nails coming out of them. Okay, you cannot go out with a single shoe, meaning you wearing one shoe, one of a pair. Um, and we have two reasons, either because concern is that, uh, it's either a concern that you're going to take it off because people will make fun of you. So that was one of the five reasons we explained that you look weird wearing only one shoe. So people will laugh at you. So you're going to take it off and carry it. Or the second one is a Mars iron issue. People will think that you're holding the second shoe inside your coat and walking out with it on Shabbos because for Shetzach, nobody would be going out uh, for a long journey with one shoe. Okay, but Shein Beragle Makla, Maka, that's only a problem. You can't go out with a single shoe, as long as you don't have an injury. But if you have an injury, then you can. And we'll see the details of that in the following Gemaras. And you cannot go out with Tfilin on Shabbos. And not with an amulet. If it is not uh, a, a Mumcha amulet, right, a confirmed one that could work. That is a coat of like armor, not a helmet, not shin guards. So think of like the knight, you know, the knight, uh, you know, in armor. Like these are all the like, coat of mail and the helmet and the shin guards. If he goes out with these things, he's not going to be chayiv. Um, a chatos because they are. Um, they are malbushim. It is lamaisa clothes, and therefore it's not going to be a masui. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to discuss sandal hamasumer. So, what's the problem with going out with these sandals that have uh, you know spikes or nails coming out of the bottom of them? My time, Amar Shmuel. I'll tell you why. It's not really a Shabbos dikadin. It's shalfi hagzera hayu. It was at the end of the gzera, meaning the times when. Um, you know, the Romans, uh, uh, or, or whoever it was, um, <clears throat> they decided that uh, they were persecuting Jews. It was at some, one of the points in history they were persecuting Jews. And they went to hide in a cave. And the people who, who, uh, who were, uh, you know, hiding in the cave, they said, Whoever comes in, come in. Meaning you could be careful on the way in, but this is a one-way cave until everything passes. However, nobody can leave, right? Because uh, when you're on the way in to the cave, so you know the coordinates, you can make sure nobody's following you. But going out, you don't know who's lurking. And therefore, they said, don't go out. One guy put on his shoes backwards, okay? So as he was going into the cave, it looked, because his shoes were backwards, it looked like he was actually leaving the cave. Kasvurinheim, so he, so they thought the people inside the cave said, "Hey, what are those footsteps leading away from the cave?" The row Ivan. So he thought someone saw that uh, that there were outgoing uh, outgoing shoes, you know, shoe, f- footprints, and um, and therefore they were afraid that they, that that maybe they, they that this guy who was leaving the cave would be spotted. And, and the enemy saw it. And they said, oh my gosh, they're going to come find us. They started panicking. They pushed each other. And they all had these uh, uh, nails in the shoes, you know, coming out of their soles. This is how they attached their sandals. And it killed more people with this panic. Okay? More than the enemies killed. It's a fascinating story. And therefore, what we said was, to get people to not panic, that the people will always panic. People will always act irrational. But the way we can deal with this is make sure not to wear shoes with spikes. 
That is, the story was a little different. They were in a cave. They heard noises. They thought that the, they were discovered by the enemies. Similar type of ending where a panic ensued and they killed each other. They were actually in a shul. They heard, they thought that there was a riot coming. They ended up, again, a panic ensued. They pushed each other. So each one, any, with any of the versions of the story that you might have, that they were geyser, a person may not go out with a shoes with nails uh, extending. Okay, on Shabbos. So the Gemara wants to understand, okay, if that's the story here, what does Shabbos have to do with it? Bechol nami litzer. So the first story is they saw the footprints. Either way, they said, don't wear, it doesn't matter what the trigger was. The point was that for whatever reason, a panic could be, uh, you know, there could be a panic. And if there's a panic, then spiky shoes would be very dangerous in a panic. Okay, the people would get trampled, there would be like a, a run, people would get trampled, and people would get killed from the spikes on these shoes. Very, you know, they were sharp spikes. The story of the show, the panic wasn't caused by the spiky shoes. No, the panic was caused by whatever it was caused by. But because they had spiky shoes, when the panic occurred, and they pushed and trampled each other, then people died. So they said, don't wear spiky shoes. So Yehachi Frech... And the coroner's report, it said, spiky shoes. Iyachi, bechol nami, or sandals. Iyachi, bechol nami litzer. So why should this be limited to Shabbos? During the week, it should also be Aser. So the Gemara says, that this story occurred on Shabbos. Okay, now, basically for the rest of the Amud, what's going to dictate here is, is that when the Chachamim make a Gezerah, they, they only were geyser, what's called me'en hamu'ura. It has to be very, you know, basically the same way in the story. They were limiting their gezerah to um, circumstances very similar to what happened in the story. So what the Gemara says is this story occurred, either, either one of these versions of the story occurred on Shabbos. Since it occurred on Shabbos, they were only going on Shabbos. So, fracting Gemara, Biyantiv Lishtari, okay. So then we should allow you to wear these shoes on Yantif. Because it was only Shabbos, not Yantif. Alama Tanan, why does it say, Mishalchin Kalim Biyantif, Bain Tfurim, Bain Enetfurim? You could send Kalim whether they are sewn or not. Avaloi Sandal Hamasumer, but you cannot send a Sandal Hamasumer. Avaloi Menol Sheinoi Tafer, Biyantif. We lost David. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's talk about Rebbe Wolf. I'm here. But we lost you right when you turned the oven. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, so. So the Gemara asks, beyond of Lishtari, if the Gezerah, if the mice occurred on Shabbos, and we're only going to be Gezer like, it, like the uh, story that caused the Gezerah, so that on Yantif it should be Mutter, why does it say, that you can send Kalim to your friend, you may not send a Sandal Masumer, tougher, tougher. Uh, a tougher, that is a tougher, that is sewn, biyantif. So you can't send this sandal summer on yantif, okay, because you can't use it. It must be it's muktzah because you can't use it on yantif. Why can't you use it on yantif if the story was only on Shabbos? So the Gemara says, 
the Shabbos my time huh? why why were they why were they guys around Shabbos the reason the underlying reason is not only because it was Shabbos it's because the Ika Kinufia because on Shabbos is when people gather meaning if it was during the week this whole story wouldn't have occurred because you wouldn't generally have a whole bunch of people gathered together let's say in the story of the base Medrash um, you know normally people aren't uh, you know there's there's 20 minyanim during the week Right, but on Shabbos, everybody gets together. You know, they go to the, the same minion, so you'd have more people, and maybe that's why they were geyser. Beyond Tifnami Iki Kinufa, and therefore the story is enough alike that they were geyser on Yantif as well, where you would have a Kinufa. So the Gemara then asks, okay, Tainus Sibur Iki Kinufa Litzer. So we should say that a sandal on a summer wearing shoes with spikes should be usher on a fast day as well. Because fast day people do gather. So the Gemara says, Maisa Kiyava Bi Kinufa Di Sura. That it was a gathering on a day where it was usher to do malacha, hacha kinufa dehetera hava. Okay, here it was a, a you know meaning a tainus seber is a day where it's motor to do malacha, and again it's too different from the original story that caused exera. So we're going to keep it very. It has to be very very close. We'll go a little bit out to say that as long as it's kinufa and it's a day it's usher malacha, we'll be guys on, on days that are like that. And even according to Rebbe Ben Akiva, the Omar. So this is a story brought down in Chagiga that a Maisa happened. They brought um, Mechatos on a boat and the Mechatos got Tame and they were Geyser. So let's, the details are not necessarily uh, that important here um, for our Gemara, but the Omar, like Asrael, Biyardin, and when they made the Gzeira, they only said that it's a Gzeira, you can no longer transport it, Biyardin, in specifically the Jordan River, Uvasfina, and specifically a boat, Uchamaisha Shehoya. And exactly the details of that story, that is Hanimil Yardin, Deshani Mishar Nahoris. Avil Yontif Bishabis Kiadadi Ninhu. And that's what we're saying is that you can't, um, the, the reason why we stretched the Gzeira, and said, even though the story occurred on Shabbos, that sandal hamasarm, that these nailed, uh, you know, the, the sandals with nails will be Asra Yantif too, is ki Shabbos Yantif Ta'adadi. They're really exactly the same. The Tanan, as the Mishnah says, famous Mishnah, Ein Bein Yantif Shabbos El Oichel Nechvesh Belvad. And therefore, in all other aspects, Shabbos and Yantif are exactly similar. And if we're Gezer on Shabbos, so therefore we'll extend the Gzeira to Yantif as well. Okay. Um, I, I'm not really sure. I couldn't find a good answer as to why the Gemara spends so much time with the details of these uh, shoes with nails. But buckle up because we're going to have a little bit more. I'm reviewing Amr Shmuel. That it's only a problem to wear these uh, shoes with nails or spikes. Okay. That. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I was on my, my kid's Zoom class and he's five years old. I come home to, to help with my kid's Zoom class because we have two at the same time. Um, so I was on my kid's Zoom class and I found it funny how the teachers are in the middle of something, and then like the kid raises his hand, they go, "Who knows what le- what what is what the what the letter of the aleph base is with a dot?" And the kid raises his hand, and the teacher goes, "Yes, yes, Ezra," and the kid goes, "My mommy is making me toast," and I feel I feel like I'm a teacher in that class. 
<laughs> that you're interrupting me. I think it's going to be relevant to the Gemara, and you're telling me. <laughs> Yes, I was just I was just madaming you to my five year old. Thank you, David. Thank you for showing us a human side of you. All right, that's why I was laughing. I wasn't really laughing at you. You just triggered something funny in my memory. Thank you. I'm a Rabbi Udam Rishmol. Leishanu ela lechazik. That uh, <clears throat> it's only going to be a problem wearing these shoes with spikes if the spikes were put in because they were meant to hold the shoes together. But if they're decorative, it's going to be mutter, meaning, again, the shoes, everything here that we're going to discuss, you don't have to think the why. The why is, all the whys are going to be because it wasn't like it was in the story. So in the story, they were wearing shoes that the purpose of the nails were to hold the shoes together, and therefore decorative nails, or it's actually sandals, decorative nails would not be a problem. The Kamalanoi. Now, by the way, how many nails can we have that it would be in the, cla- in the category of decorative and not structural? Five per sandal. Seven per sandal. Explain to me. I'll explain it to you. Exactly how my five are going to be positioned. Rabbi Yechanan said five. I'll have two on the front, two on the back. Okay? And one where the laces are. That's how I have five per shoe. That is considered an acceptable amount of nails for decorative purposes. Rav Chanina says, he held seven. I have three on the back. Three on the front, right? Gimel mikan, gimel mikan. Rachas bitrisayisof, and one on the laces. Meisvei. We ask Akasha here. Rabbi Yechanan said five. Decorative equals five per shoe. Rav Chanina said seven per shoe. Meisvei sandal hanoita. Let's say you have a shoe that is uneven. Oisaloi sheva. You can make seven. Devar Reb Nason. You can put in seven nails. So we see seven. Seven's a number. said five. Who's he going like? There is no sheet of five. It's, you can go up to seven or 13. Nobody said you can only go up to five. So the Gemara answers, no, I have another Tana who also discussed sandals with nails. So we see there's three, uh, um, there's three possible limits on how many... There's three possible limits on how many. <laughs> There's three possible limits. Okay, you can just go to Christian Louboutin's website. Every shoe has has spikes. Okay. Anyway, so we see if you want to know. Why are we asking for this uneven shoe? That's not Lenoy. Ah, the Gemara is going to discuss that in a second. But uh, later, at the end, at the end, that's going to be the last part is to say that that's different, that is, and therefore, yeah, but, yeah, but uh, either way, but at this point, the Gemara is assuming that, that it, it's, it, the reason you're putting them in is Lenoi, and I'm glad you picked that up, but the Gemara is going to discuss that later, so very nice. Um, but at this point, we're saying that how many is considered decorative, either five nails, seven nails, or 13 nails. Amrle Eifa, Rabbi Barchana, Atun Tamid Rabbi Yechanan, you go like Rabbi Yechanan who said five is the limit for dec- decorative nails, so we're going to go like Rav Hanina because we hold like Rav Hanina that he holds seven. So this is what about five? He says we go like Rav Hanina, so seven's okay. Tasmai, uh, what about nine? No, that the limit is seven. You could have up to seven like Rav Hanina 
uh, uh, nails, uh, decorative nails can be considered decorative. After that, it's structural. They're part of the they're part of the connecting of the shoe. The sand, this uh, you know, this uh, shoemaker asked Rabami, mahu. What happens if you line the inside of these sandals with leather? Amarlay mutter. Uh, he said it's going to be mutter. Then you don't have this gzera. I don't know why. So Amarlay really? You don't believe that? My taima. Keep it It is now no longer a sandal. Once you line the inside, you create a, an, a, a, a leather lining. It's no longer a sandal, but rather it is a minol. It's a shoe. Besandal gazru. It's only by a sandal that they were geyser with these nails. Gazru rabbanon. Minol gazru rabbanon. Bai minei rab abba. Bar zavda mi rab abba bar avina. Asu kimin kalbus. What happens if you made the nail, let's say you bent the nail almost like in half, and you made it like a, a moon-shaped nail. So it had two uh, sharp parts, and then you hammered that into the shoe. So the point is, it doesn't really matter what the technical details, it's not a nail like the nails in the story. So again, like we said, if it's not exactly like the story, then we're not going to be geyser. So how far does the, your, your saying that the xera applies to things that are exactly like the story, how far does that go? Will this kalbus type of nail that you bent and you created like, like, a, uh, like a half ring, like a moon, and that is two spikes. Will that be a problem? So I'm going to say motor. That's going to be motor. Again, it's too different from the initial story, and therefore we're not going to be geyser. I'm going to be geyser. Asu kimin kalbus motor. I'm going to have sheishes. Let's say you used it as a sole guard, right? On the bottom of the sole. So what you did was you didn't want the sole of your shoes to wear out. So you put nails into the bottom of the entire shoe. So that the ground does not, uh, you know, diminish, eat up your shoes. That's mutter. Again, it's not like the story. In the story, they only, they use the nails to hold the shoes together. Here, since it serves a different purpose, it's different enough, and we weren't geyser. That a person cannot go out with a sandal that is nailed. You cannot, there's a brysa. Tanakama says, you cannot wear it at all, even to go from house to house, even to just go from bed to bed, you cannot wear these on Shabbos, because the Xerah was, don't wear them on Shabbos. You are able to carry it to, uh, you know, in other words, you could use, it has a use on Shabbos if you need to cover uh, a Kli with it. If your bed is uneven, you can stick it under one of the, uh, you know, uh, bed legs, the legs of the bed, to even it out. But he says, even to use it at all is going to be aser. We're concerned that you might come and wear it. Okay, now, done. Now we're back to, uh, done, that, that was the price, so that's the tiny capacity of Now, let's say you took, going back to what we were talking about, where you had a sandal that had, you you filled it with a bunch of nails to use as a sole protector, right? To protect the sole of the shoes. So what happens if most of those nails fell out? Then by Okay, let's say you have four or five, then mutter. It's going to be mutter. The Rebbe mater ad sheva. And we'll say that, in other words, the concern here is, again, it all goes back to the exact same thing. It has to be like the story. In the story, they had a few nails sticking out. 
So the question is, when it, when it was full of nails, that you use it as a soul guard, then we said it was going to be mutter. What happens if those nails, nails started falling off? So now you're back to, you got back to where the story amount of nails were. That there's just a few nails. You got there because all the nails you put in as a soul guard started falling out. So at what point, that was mutter, at what point does it become usher? So we say it's four or five. We'll discuss why four or five, but four or five. But Rebbe Matar Chevy says no, that it's going to be mutter even if there's seven remaining. If you covered, now, even if you did a regular sandal masamar, but you covered the sole with a piece of leather, the cover by mismaris, milmala mutter, and then put in the nails, again, it's different than the sandal in the story, and any differentiation that you do will say that it, the gazera doesn't apply. Asu kimin kalbas, a kimin tas, right? If you make it like we said, like this nail or a bar, a kimin yaseid, or a peg, right? If all these cases, again, you uh, covered it fully with nails so that it, 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 w- it wouldn't eat the sole guard, right? It would be a sole guard. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, eat a, it wouldn't um, use up the shoe. Then it's going to be mutter. So the Gemara wants to understand, First, it said roiv, right? It said in the brisa nashru roiv mismaris finished ayerboy. So it sounds like uh, as long as afagav dinishtayer beituva, even though there were many, let's say, let's say there are hundred nails to use as a soul guard, and if uh, sixty fell out, you still have forty. It sounds like it would still be okay. But other tiny arba it says only with four or five would it be fine. If they were worn down, okay, nigmamu means worn down, and actually Rashi has this either way. So you could say that it's a difference either way, and then you have to figure out what the logic is, but we'll, we'll go with one. We'll pick one Lashon of Rashi. If, if the, let's say you put in 100 nails to protect the soul. So if let's say 90, if let's say 60 of them wore down, and you still had 40, so it's nicker, it still looks like a shoe that had 100 nails, but just the nails got worn down because you're using it to protect the sole. So based on how you walk, right? You know, I don't know if you ever look, your shoe doesn't wear evenly, right? Parts of the shoe will wear more than other parts. So the answer is, is that here, you still have them all, just 60% of them, right of them, didn't actually fall out, but they, they wore away, you know, because it, they protect, they did their job to protect. So then... Then it's going to be mutter even with more than four or five. But kanchen nekru, if you started taking out the nails, right, if they actually extracted, there were no longer nails in there, then it's only going to be mutter if you have four or five. So the arba chamisha, we mentioned that uh, with nails coming out of the shoe, meaning when you put in, when you, when you nailed the whole sole to protect it, and the nails actually got extracted, if there were four or five, in other words, it's going to be mutter up to four or five. So the Gemara wants to know, if it's mutter up to five, arba of course it's going to be mutter up to four. That these measurements move, it's four for a small one and five for a large one. But Rebbe Matar ad Sheva, and Rebbe says you could have up to seven of these. What do you mean? Going back to Sender's question, the Brisa said 13. The Brisa by Noita, Hanoita, Isolo Sheva, Debrei Rebbe. Uh, so the says, when you're using it to even out, that is not going to be a problem at all. You can go up to 13, okay, because uh, I guess some of them are for the purpose of evening it out, and again, it's too different from the Gezerah. 
Hashta the asis lahachi. Now that we got, we come, we we came to this answer, and we're saying that the brisa that we used to ask on Rav Yechanan, remember Rav Yechanan said five. We said I've, the brisa only says seven or thirteen, and now that we said that this brisa, we highlighted the fact that it was by noita. It was only used to even out an uneven shoe. So then Rav Yechanan nami like kasha. There's no the the kasha doesn't even begin. Noita shiny, and you can't ask from this brisa. The brisa that said seven and thirteen that is. That is only talking about a sandal that you're putting in spikes, in, in nails to even it, even it out, but um, to uh, initially put in um, uh, uh, nails uh, five, when it's not used to even it out, when it's used to just connect it, to connect the upper leather to the sole, then even five of Yechanan holds would be usher. Remember, said that even though you're not allowed to wear these sandals with spikes, are you allowed to be metaltalit? Can you use it for another purpose on Shabbos? You can't wear them. And Rebbe Shimon said, no, because we're afraid you might come to wear it. So the Gemara says, of course, Allah is not Rebbe Lezer Shimon, Pshita, Yachad Ram, Allah Karabim. Of course, we're going to like the Rabbanon. So Gemara says, "Ma'u de tema mistaber time of the Rebbe Lazar, Reb Shimon Baha, that he had a good svara, even though he's a yachid, he had a good reason. The Chavim said it's mutter, and he said it's usher for a specific reason, a real concern. Kamash Malan, that it's we're not, it's still the halacha is not like going to be like him. I'm Reb Chia, okay. Reb Chia says the following: Ilam dekari lebav lo yishari yisuri. If I if I if I wouldn't have a reputation because I come from Bavel, that they say that the Bavloim they're more makel when it comes to Shabbos." So if, if not for the fact that they would call me a bavloi shari yisuri, someone who's he's, he's, he's a very, he's, he's walking around giving out heterim, sharina beituva, I would even allow more nails in the shoe. The kama, how many nails would you allow? The pumpadisa, they said, you know how many we would allow? Amrin esrin arbin, 24 nails. Besura amri esrin v'tartin, they would allow up to 22. Amr of nachem bar yitzchak, v'simanech, if you want to know how to remember what the difference is, when you go from Pumpadisa to Surah, you, you lose two. And that is saying you lose two nails that were, uh, you know, that you could, you could only have up to 22 and not up to 24. Um, okay, just a send out to. Hold on one second. Okay, so we started off with Okay, so we started off talking about that in the Mishnah we said that a woman cannot go at Isidra Banon with a tabas, a ring that does not have a chaisim, and the mashmos was that if it had a chaisim, because that would normally be a tachshit to ish, only a, a male tachshit, that um, for an isha um, that it would be considered a masui, and it would be chayv chatas. And then we asked from the brisa, it said that it didn't make a difference. It sounded like it didn't make a difference. So we had three answers. Number one, Rav Zera says that the Mishnah is like Rav Nechemi and the brisa. Okay, that the chaysim is the ikr. We go after the signet, and therefore, um, in the <coughs> since a chaysim uh, is um, since a chaysim is uh, uh, the ichor, the signet's the ichor of the ring. So when a ring would have a signet, 
it wouldn't it wouldn't have shaykhs to a woman, and that's why the brisa is Rabbi Nechemia, as opposed to Rabbanon who say the brisa that mentioned that it didn't matter if it had a signet or not that was shitas Rabbanon that we go after the ring, not the signet, and that's why that's how you answer the steer. So the mission is like Rabbi Nechemia, and the brisa is like Rabbanon. Rava said that no, that the brisa was talking about. Um, it was talking about Tyrus Kli. It was Litzadim Katani, that it was addressing both a male version and a female version. And you, again, your, the, your whole premise for your stira is off. And Nachum Bar Yitzchak said that the Bryce is talking about Tumor and the Mishra is talking about Shabbos, and you can't ask from one to the other. Those are the three ways of answering that stira. And we said that the, you can't go out with a Machat She'ena Nakuva. And we said that it is, in fact, a Tachshet, that this needle, even though during the week it would be used to part or as, you know, part of the combing of her hair process, um, on Shabbos it was a regular old Tachshet, and you run into the regular old problem of she might take it off. It's pretty, she might take it off and show her friends. And then we talked about extensively about a nailed, uh, you know, a sandal with nails, and we said it's Asr Misham Sakana, and we said... Why? Because of one of the three versions of the story, they were only geyser on Shabbos and Yantif. That's how far we took the gezerah was sandals, not only on Shabbos, but also on Yantif, because Ein Bein Shabbos, Yantif, El Eichen, Echvish, Bovad. And then um, we, we started to uh, uh, discuss all these different ways in which they're not a problem having a shoe with nails, that if it's used for decorative purposes, either 5, 7, or 13, depending on how you learn that Gemara, um, we said it's, it could be mutter, um, uh, Actually, it, for 13, we, at the end, we came off of that. But um, if it was lined, right, inside, then it's a shoe, not a sandal, screen mutter. If you put in nails that were like a, different types of nails, that was a kalbus, right, like a bent, like a horseshoe-shaped uh, nail, it would also be mutter. If you covered the entire sole and then nailed it, it would be mutter. Um, if you, um, you know, covered it with nails, um, right, you covered, I'm sorry, if you covered it with nails, the, so that it didn't, it, as a soul guard, or if you, if you covered it first with leather and then with nails, um, and then we brought in the machlekes tanayim, whether or not you can still use it, is it mukta? Can you use it to, for other purposes, not to wear? Rabbi Shimon said no. Uh, like the, the, the Rabbanon. And we said that if you, um, most of the uh, spikes or nails fell out, even though you have more than four or five, even though you have still a lot, if it's if it looks like the ones that are no longer there really just wore out, but they're actually there, then it's going to be fine. It's only a problem. We only go back, we revert to the limit of four or five or, or seven, however, whatever the limits are, we revert to the limits, um, the maximums, only if they actually, the nails that were used to protect the soul were removed. And then we said... Um, um, right, we said if there's four or five remembering uh, remaining, then it's gonna be fine. And then Rebbe said until seven, like we had before. And Ravchia said it's all. Ravchia said if not for the fact that they would call me the guy going around giving out kulos, I would have said it should be mutter uh, up till twenty-two or twenty-four. And that is today's daf.